I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back, everybody, to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This is part two, and I'm here with the lovely Giovanna Fletcher. I absolutely cannot hold me water anymore. <laughs> Gee, you've got a very successful podcast, Happy Mum, Happy Baby, which is brilliant for any mothers out there. If you haven't listened to it, you bloody should. Um, but come on, you managed to get Kate Middleton on your podcast. I can't not ask, what is she like? <laughs> is she amazing? Is she so skinny? Is she so classy? <laughs> she's very classy oh. she is um self-deprecating endearing <gasps> she listens oh. she really listens you know when you're going around so I went on a few royal engagements and watched her with different people she'll ask a question and she'll really listen to that answer and you can see her in her face and honestly I, I fell in love I'm not even <laughs> I think she's an absolutely incredible woman and the passion that she has for the work she does it's beyond a role, you know. I think she really yeah. does care, and uh, and I think um, I just think she's incredible. I just literally there were moments in the chat where I'm just like, I cannot believe that I'm sat down asking you these questions and talking to you about birth. It's bonkers. I'm not surprised. Or did you have a major girl crush moment? <laughs> well, well, no. Do you know what? I uh, there was a moment where before, so it landed on the Saturday. But on the Thursday before, we had to have um, so the royal pre- royal reporters were invited to Kensington Palace to listen. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, after they'd heard, I was asked, you know, a few questions. Pressure. In that moment, though, in that moment, I felt like I was the biggest girl crusher ever. I kept my <laughs> cool with her to a certain extent, but in that moment, I was like, you know, you can just hear the her playfulness in, in her voice in these moments and blah, blah, blah. And I just thought, oh my God, I've gone too far. Like talking about the different tones of her voice when she's talking about her kids and stuff. I was like, yeah. No, I'd be the same. I think you held it together so well. Hats off to you. I have to ask, do you have a phone number? No. So she oh. said at the end, um, you will stay in touch, won't you? And uh, she left. I was like, uh-huh. And I'm like, how on earth do you keep in touch with a royal? Um, oh. But, we're, you know, we both work in the same sort of fields and our passion and drive is in that. So hopefully once lockdown's lifted and stuff, we can keep pushing in the way that we are and our paths will cross. I mean, I just had visions of you having a phone number and like, like catching up with Kate and sending her memes and stuff. And I was like, oh God, I have to ask, I have to ask about the relationship. Like. All the lockdown memes going around. <laughs> I'm going to 
little bit broader now and talk about um, motherhood in general. So for everyone out there who um, isn't aware, I I go through like a real internal struggle about motherhood. Like a couple of years ago, I assumed I'd be a mommy by now. Um, and like more recently, um, thought that maybe it wasn't something for me. And now I'm just flip-flop between the two and spend most of my time being incredibly conflicted and jumping from one ship to the other depending on however someone describes their childbirth to us so (laughs) I just uh, wanted to talk to one of the best mummies I know about her experiences with motherhood I thought we were going to go into childbirth (laughs) which I'm also happy to talk about because I had three amazing labors uh did you Yes. Well, let's yes. let's do it now. Is childbirth as bad as everyone says it is? How's your fanny? <laughs> oh, well, that's a different story. But after childbirth, <laughs> <laughs> Great. I pushed three humans out of it. It's never going to be the same. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I guess it depends how attached you are to your foof in its current situation, in its current um, state. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) um, but yes it wasn't something I ever really worried about um but I do think every all the images that you see of people giving birth are just like and you know it's all of that and um, you know on films and tv and when I was in um when I was pregnant three different people told me about hypnobirthing which is literally Mm. it's a it's form of sort of self-meditation and breathing and even the science of it, it unlocks the science and tells you what is happening and makes you understand your body a bit more. Yeah. So I just kind of went along with it. My first labor, I, um, well, my waters broke when we were out actually at dinner, like in the movies. And I felt really <laughs> good. I'd done so my dramatic. hair and I looked. I know I, my, I'd done my hair and my makeup was on and stuff and I was like oh I might even labor looking really good this is nice <laughs> um, and then went to the hospital and she was like no nah, nothing's happening so it's either your um four waters I think or you've wet yourself not so good but whatever. <laughs> um so I went home <laughs> just breathed 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 um and um and then literally went to see my doctor the following day and he was like are you still having contractions and I was like yeah I'm having one right now He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're six centimeters. So I was already no! like properly in it. Yeah. But because of the hypnobirthing, I'd just kind of been sort of going with it. And um, literally seconds after Buzz arrived about nine hours later, oh, I geez. literally said that was the most amazing thing I've ever done. No. Yeah. You must be the then, only woman in history who's no, ever said that. No, because there's a thing with pregnant, like with labors that lots of people have had, um, you know, they like to, people like to share their experiences and, you know, they're not always, I don't know, it's that hard thing um, where, oh, sorry, my watch is telling me she doesn't understand what I'm saying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not about you right now, Suri. Um, <laughs> She's such an attention seeker, isn't she? She is. <laughs> Although if you do have a watch, I'll ask her to tell you a joke. It's very funny. Um, uh, so, yeah, so I think they're big. There's no denying that they're big, massive moments. They're monumental things. And and I think women should be able to talk about them um, because if you they're, they're not something that you can sit on because I think mentally, if you don't talk about the huge thing that you've experienced, I do think yeah. that doesn't bode well. Uh, but I did have the most amazing experience with Buzz. And then with Buddy, he literally couldn't wait to enter the world. He literally just flew out with no exaggeration <laughs> i was literally so we got 
Oh, but so I got to the hospital at one o'clock in the morning and they, uh, quarter past one and they wanted to, um, um, oh, what's that, uh, monitor me. And I was like, oh, right. so they make you sit on the bed for 20 minutes. And yeah. and she was like, oh, you're six centimeters. And I was like, oh, okay. So she wanted me to strap up. And I was literally, it was really uncomfortable. And then after she let me go, I was in the toilet and I just felt this sensation like grab hold of my tummy. And I was like, no. whoa, what was that? And I came out and I was like, I just had this really weird thing. She was like, oh, it's nothing. Just get in the water. So I got in the water and I had five more of those feelings. And each one well, I could feel something happening. But my body did it. I was yeah. not pushing. I was literally just like a, a bystander as my body took over and just Like an out-of-body experience the, almost. Yeah. 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 It was like my body expelled him. He was cooked. I was done. He was out. <laughs> To the point where he had in his eyes, his eyes, the white bits of his eyes, he had like bloodshot bits for, for a month just because he, he came was ready. Out with such force. Yeah. No. He, such force. He flew out. So he looked a bit like a superhero villain for the first month. And then Max was, um, yeah, Max was good. So I've yeah. had three really good experiences. And I know that it's not the same for everyone. Um, and I know that there are, um, you know, follow up procedures that you can go through if it has been yeah. a traumatic experience. Um, but women, a lot of women have more than one child. Yeah. And I think if it was, you know, it's that old saying, isn't it? If it was that bad, there's we something about it. it yeah. Kind of, yeah. Or if the, if the, um, not if it wasn't that bad, because some people do have a horrific time and I'm not taking that away, but mm. there must be something somewhere where the love and the, what you get out of it means that oh. it's worth it out, it outweighs what you outweighs go through. It, it has to. It has to. But look at you. I mean, wear it like a badge of honor, G. Like babies coming out of you so fast to get whiplash. That's something to be proud of. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not very good at the recovery, though. You know, that's All not very. Right. That's not very good. Yeah. But actually, getting the babies out, I can do that. <laughs> I'm good at getting them out. <laughs> we had brag. We had brag from you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what's the best part of motherhood because you've done it three times babe you must be loving stomach Do you know, it's those moments where everyone is just together and you're laughing mm -hmm. which oh. as a mum I think is really hard to um because I, your head is in a million different places and you're constantly trying to get things done and things organized that you forget sometimes why you wanted to be a mum in the first place and to embrace it and to be present yeah. Um, which I think is a massive thing to, to come out of lockdown, actually. My house is a mess right now. Like, I'm on <laughs> like a once a week. Like today after this, I'm going around to bleach the toilets and especially with three boys, you know, and get all of that done. <laughs> um, yeah. um, but it's okay. It's made me realize that it's okay. It's okay yeah. if everything's a little bit chaotic and frayed around the edges. Um, you've got to, when those moments happen, You've got to be there and, um, yeah, yeah, they're those moments where people are laughing or you're just all, or you're there talking and they're not even yeah. aware that you're there listening to them chat. Um, yeah, oh, it's that all that makes that. feel yeah. good. That must feel good, G. I can just see your little face. I so probably like no. <laughs> push a fanny, push a baby out your fanny because then it's lots of, like, like enjoy the laughter after. Because <laughs> there's loads of lols after. Loads <laughs> of lols on the other side. <laughs> Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I, th- I think, yeah, right, like lockdown is teaching work, like, I've got a life coach. We had him on last week. He's great. He's helping me make sense of everything that's going on. He has been for the last like sort of six months, but I've needed him more than ever in in the sort of lockdown process. Um, and what he sort of t- said was, things are changing, and you're allowed to mourn. You're allowed to feel grief because you are mourning for that life you used to have. It's gone. Um, and you need to feel your feels. But what you need to be doing in this time is learning what you what you don't want to be when you come out of this. And yeah that's such a good point like we don't want to be going a million miles an hour and ignoring the little things that life's all about so it is your kids are laughing it is those moments of beautiful chaos it is like the messy house because you had a wonderful fun-filled week like that's what we need to be learning to appreciate in this time um which I think I was I wasn't Jay I was going a bit fast do you know what I mean well you had a massive thing in January as well because you had a dry January so this year so you know that off the back of that but it's almost like you're in training for this to find <laughs> kind of have that life shift if you like yeah, I know what you mean. and see life a little bit differently because I imagine even that having a month where there, there's no alcohol in it I, I imagine especially if you go out a lot because we don't um, <laughs> but it, I imagine it kind of does make you see life a little bit differently that there's different things out there like I think I was drinking probably far too much before I did dry Jan, which was a a catalyst for me to make that decision. But when you stop, you realize that your productivity increases, your mood is better. Like you're just nice to be around. I'll never be a teetotal person, G. Like never. (laughs) I love me gin too much and there's no shame in my game. I'm not going to apologize. But I have definitely reduced how much I've drank since doing dry Jan. It opened me eyes. Definitely. Yeah. But that's the thing. So, like that massive life decision, in in many ways, people will be finding new discoveries in this. Yeah, like the take slower, you know. And um, I, I after this, I, I I'll, I'll really struggle going into London for meetings. Do you know what oh, I mean? I'll 100%. be like, can we zoom it? <laughs> <laughs> that's well, it. <laughs> but then I do I mean, think everyone's been saying oh um it'll be amazing when this is finished we're all just going to hug each other and everyone's going to run into each other's arms and we're going to be in pubs and it's going to be great and I think I don't know about you but I'm going to have some sort of social disorder I'm not going to be running anyway I'm going to be a little bit hesitant it's going to take me a while what I find hard is it's not like a war and there's Mm going to be a day where people say this is over Uh uh-huh so the whole idea, I have to not think about the fact that I want to hug people because <laughs> we don't know when that's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? No. We don't know 
when they're going to say social distancing is is done. You know what I mean? Is no. this? We don't know. Well, I I just oh yeah, that's when everything becomes so big for me that I can't even I can't um, get your head around it. Yeah, and it makes me I can't dwell on it, and mm. um, that's why I'm kind of lucky that I have the boys and grateful because I can't think about those things. I know I listened to a, um, an episode of this with you where you were talking about in the mornings struggling to get out of bed and that whole thing of you know sometimes you don't want to get out of bed as a parent you can't do that you have to and even though there are some mornings where you know you just don't it's all a bit too much and and like and so having the kids kind of makes you go well yes it might be groundhog day but we've got to do it yeah because you know they're not quite self-sufficient yet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Can't leave them to our own devices. <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know, I love the idea of us all running into each other's arms. I just don't know when, I don't. I can't get my head around when that's going to be. Might be a while. In the meantime, give your boys loads of lovely hugs, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> what, right, we've talked about the best part of motherhood, which was all yeah. very ca- candy floss and kittens. I wouldn't be very being a very good podcast host if I didn't ask the opposite side. What is the worst part of motherhood? No one flipping listens to me. Never. <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> Honestly, ever. And if t- sometimes... I'll be asking for something and they'll be like, no. And then they'll hear Tom <laughs> coming down the stairs and you see their eyes just go towards the stairs. No. And I have to I say, your dad's coming. Like, <laughs> and the, the, the Tom, it's not even like Tom is the playful one. I think that is that it actually, because he is the playful one. Yeah. They know that if he then gets stripped from them, that it's really like they, they, they don't want that. They don't want oh. the fun guy to have the strict guy um so yeah they don't don't listen to a single word I say and I actually need to be backed up by Tom (laughs) so is that the dynamic are you the are you the more of the disciplinarian and he's like good cop oh that would get on me tits g comes to night time when it comes to night time I'm the one they want you know I'm the one that they want those sorts of cuddles so yeah swings and roundabouts mate I understand now how people can say like, why aren't you listening to me? I pushed you out my fanny. You know, I understand <laughs> why mums would get to that extreme. I have not got there yet, but I can. I can. <laughs> Try that I next time that. one of them's acting up. Like, just why you lived in me. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Giovanna, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Your voice is like a little hug for me ears, and I mean that. <laughs> oh, no, I wish I could hug you and tell you that everything you're doing is absolutely incredible. From the boxes to these chats, it's, it's brilliant. Because I do Thank think you. the more we talk about stuff, the absolute better. Oh, love it, mate. You're right. I echo those sentiments. I've got one last question for you. I want to know what Giovanna Fletcher's secret to living in lockdown with little ones is. What's the top tip, girl? My top tip is simply to lower your expectations because, (laughs) um, you know, I think it's all very well to have 10 million things planned for the day, but you have to go by what you're being given by the kids. And they, as well as us kind of working out our emotions, they are too. They might be having a day where they just feel like they're in a bit of a, um, you know, bit of a yeah. down day, 
and not being able to process it. And you've just got to kind of lower those expectations and just roll with whatever is happening that day. Um, don't compare yourself to others on Instagram who seem to have everything in order. They're showing you an image um, or it. like a five-minute snippet. You can guarantee they're dealing with meltdowns as well. That's it. They're covered in poop sometimes too. Exactly. <laughs> If you have enjoyed this podcast, guys, which I know I have, you can give it a listen. But if you want to hear more of Giovanna, she's got a wonderful podcast too. Happy mum, happy baby. And you're recording at the minute, aren't you? Yes, recording for series six, um, which, yeah, series six. So we started in 2017. So it's crazy to think we're, you know, in the third year. Um, But yeah, I absolutely love them. You know, what we were talking earlier about uh, maternal mental health and stuff as well. I just feel like they're so important. And for me, the message is it doesn't matter who you are, what you have, what you do. There are so many things in motherhood that we can relate to, that we're all doing the same thing. And I think it's important to concentrate on those things rather than um, differences um, and kind of going, well, you can't possibly know what I'm going through. I think it's about uniting and bringing people to judgment uh, together and taking out the judgment that often comes with it. Oh, thank you so much, Giovanna. That was so great. It was wonderful catching up with you. And I hope everyone at home has got a little takeaway from that. Now, let us reveal who our celebrity secret was. So my secret to surviving lockdown with the little ones is actually just rolling with the punches. When uh, we first found out that we were going to be going through lockdown, I actually did completely the wrong thing and just let everyone go a bit feral. Have, you know, your your pick of the snack drawer and let's just watch movies and let's just long it out and just see how we get on. And then I just realised, actually, no, we we all still do need boundaries. You still do need some structure. Everyone needs some structure just to get through the day. You want to know when your breakfast is and your lunch is and kids really, really need it. So now my new rule is get all your homework done. Make sure you have a bounce on the trampoline so you get some exercise and uh, make sure you speak to your friends. So that's it. I don't really know if I've even given an answer. Roll with the punches. Do the best you can. It's enough. So that was, of course, my good friend and the amazing overachieving Mylene class who is now isolating with well a whole heap of children if I'm honest there's loads of them there's a brood they're probably all there somewhere in a gorgeous country manor playing the harp and learning Dutch and cooking from scratch Mylene if I didn't like you so much you'd be fucking annoying well that is it for Vicky Patterson The Secret 2 I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode big thanks to Mylene and to Giovanna of course I think all that's left to say is my secret to surviving life in lockdown with little ones is to not fucking have them (laughs) no I'm only joking guys good luck I can't imagine how difficult it must be on top of everything else I'm feeling you are being primary caregivers for tiny little people so just hats off to you hats off to you oh and also don't don't feel bad if you need to treat yourself to a long bath, a little glass of wine, a morning yoga class, whatever it is that works for you to chill you out. Because remember, you cannot pour from an empty cup. <laughs> if you've been enjoying these podcasts, which I really hope you have, please tell your friends about them. Listen to them more. Subscribe. Leave a review. All of these wonderful things that I still don't quite understand yet are helping us make more of them. And I am really enjoying myself. So thank you so much again. Take care. Hope to see you next week.